Life's a Mitch. G'day guys, welcome back to episode 12 of Life's a Mitch. So last week I spoke to Jamie in regards to how he hitchhiked around Australia at age 14 and then again at 19. Um, two trips by the time he was 20 I thought was pretty intriguing and exciting and he opened up about his Indigenous heritage and uh, gave insight as to you know, his thoughts and uh, his experiences in the 21st century uh, about it, you know, about his cool stories. Really nice, engaging guy. I never met him before and he was quite um, quite easy to talk to and engaging. So once again, thanks, Jamie. Checked it out last week. It's quite a great talk. So this week, got something a bit different. So I'm doing a collaborative effort with this guy. Uh, we met on, We met chatting online in like a podcasting forum i guess you call it podcasting linkedin and uh i'll uh, i'll get him to introduce himself so you know that way uh, we get the right content and uh we'll be doing a bonus episode in regards to this in his format and this one too so please kind sir could you introduce yourself and where you're from and uh, your current relationship status so that's okay please yeah uh my name is caesar ramos uh i am the host of the slowly but surely podcast uh currently on every streaming platform um and i am i am engaged i am engaged with my beautiful fiance and we are living a beautiful life right now yeah so whereabouts in the world are we are we getting you from today sir uh you are getting me from kansas city kansas in the united states i'm a long way from kansas (laughs) it's a terrible joke dead set in the middle man we're dead set just heart of america we ain't in kansas city no more (laughs) no yeah but some some of us are (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah no dude it, it's it's um like i've told you already it's 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 cool speaking to people from other different countries you get to see like you said little bits of their life and the way they kind of experience their everyday lives yeah so we um it was interesting so on this it's uh matchmaker.fm i think is the website now i actually mm-hmm. when I, I was speaking to someone who's put together a few of these podcasts before and she suggested i hop on there i thought the first thing i thought was is this a dating site this has to be a stitch up or other See, yeah same i i thought like no nah, this isn't real this is weird this is it seems a little fakey i feel like at some point it's gonna ask me to um it's gonna ask me to freaking put some sort of credit card information and it did <laughs> but then it was like that's just if you want like to be a pro i don't know what being a pro is but i was like if um, i can use it for free i'll keep using it for free and yeah well, i mean um yeah being a pro could mean many things it could be being on the street or get your bonus content so either way <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is i just seen that some people have pro and those people kind of intimidate me more and i don't tend to really message or try to even it's like message at right now at least i feel like i don't know what this is you know you guys are a little i feel like they're a little bit higher i don't know what it is it, it's probably not it's probably really nothing but at this moment i feel like like okay i'm not that level yet i'm not there yet similar to when you come across someone on instagram with the blue tick <laughs> a high blue echelon tick. you know like the they get they get their blue tick of approval when they um oh of, yes yeah <laughs> do that identification or whatever it is yeah same you just like whoa whoa they're, they're, ooh, are they ooh. like high i do say <laughs> yeah like are they are you an influencer are you do you have like a platform somewhere is that why you have that and or are you just bored <laughs> yeah you just did you just get it somehow some ceo or not ceo some random developer at twitter or instagram gave you a little whoosh. that's it so Okay, slowly but surely podcast. Can you give us like where the inspiration come from? What's the project about? And um, you know, what are what are sort of the things, some of the things you delve into in your show? Uh well, 
at first slowly but surely, uh, slowly but surely started as um a music thing i was gonna use this as um as kind of like my my not my vlogs but like my, my audio vlogs i guess so what do you, i don't know so you're a muso what what's what sort of instruments do you play a bit of everything or i play the bass and i mess around on my computer program and play on fl studio play with whatever um vst is on there vst is a virtual instrument yep. but uh mainly i like to play my bass i like the very just nice slow tones and it's amazing what a bass can do in a song and I, you know, I, I thought, okay, cool. I can, you know, play some riffs every once in a while and use that as like intros on my podcast. And that would kind of also be in tune with this whole, it being like a journey. You're going through my journey of learning music and doing music and all that stuff. Yeah. And you'd also hear that in my bass and the way I'm playing my bass now, and you know, later episodes, I'm just riffing like a fucking monster. Just out here playing crazy shit. And um, I had a co-host too, but um, we, and we start that out. We, we were going to be part of this music thing together. What happened? happened? Well, 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 life gets to us, man. Just, you know, he had a kid and we had jobs. And when you have a kid, it's a little bit harder to, you know, ask your friend like, Hey, can, can, you know, can you give me some time to do our project kind of thing and it's just you know you, i can't really do that I, I feel terrible for asking him to be away from his own child and you know the child's mother and having to you know you know call no not to call any days off of work just to come record for yeah. an hour or two and get high and do stupid shit you know <laughs> you know, it just it wasn't it wasn't good it wasn't okay you know i was like no i can't really do that to him you know i can't and i can't do that to the the baby's mom and you know the the child itself so you do what you can when you can you know that makes sense yeah so you know we did a couple episodes and then i was like yeah i'm gonna I'm continue it alone you know if you ever want to hop back on as a guest whatever dude you're absolutely welcome and you know that's how i went and i started doing it on my own and i was like well <laughs> i really like spirituality now I'm like the most spiritual dude out here, not like in the religion way, but religion still interested me. So that wasn't out of like the, the conversation. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I was diving deep into that. You know, I had done psychedelics before already. So I kind of had a little grasp of all these crazy shit that people talk about how they see, they say they see God and all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, I kind of had a similar experience where I'm like, oh, holy fuck, I'm talking to God kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just, you know, just... who knows if I was really talking to god but i had a had a moment where i was just like whoa um that's him and you know so i try to bring that up in my podcast and try to get people to give me stories about these sort of experiences where whether it be with drugs or you know some life event where they were like holy fuck you know that was um that was some sort of spiritual being kind of thing that worked its magic and you know well you know not not a lot of people have a lot of those stories so um or they don't like to open up so you know in my way that's that was kind of my opener up and and into them talking to me more about that word i'd kind of just ease my way in there and talk about a couple spiritual stuff here and there Uh, the good old karma you know everyone knows karma yeah it sounds similar to to mine in, in the fact that it's storytelling it's catching up with people hearing some some fascinating stories you know delving into the spirituality thing i'm just looking at your your episode guide here and uh, i was list- i listened to the latest episode tito joins the fight interesting dude um you know he shot the shit talking about 
you know, your experiences, your friendship. And I got a, I, I, I found it engaging. Um, and the first episode as well, uh, Star Wars, Tortillas and the Journey. And um, yeah, I listened to that one too. And you just a couple of guys sitting around having a laugh. It's quite engaging. So I would recommend it to anyone as well. And I'm going to need to go through and listen to some more, but it's very easy. Very easy. It's very similar to this in the fact that it's funny. It's easy. Yeah, listen to me tooting my own horn. <laughs> no, no dude, dude you got i mean it is i agree it's your your podcast is equally funny and um but at the same time you know you guys dive deep into deep topics too that you know you think these people wouldn't open up to anybody but for some reason they kind of feel really comfortable enough to open up to you and be like well this guy's a genuine he's not gonna act here just you know blurt my business like it's nothing to other people like this dude mm. truly cares and if he wants it to if you want it to be kept a secret it'll be kept a secret kind of thing generally so one of the episodes i recorded um about uh was it episode eight the guy known as tomo was an alias so you know all respect it's a genuine engagement and if people want to be you know quiet mm-hmm. or remain anonymous then we can do that so you know so it's yeah, all about respect and engaging and um so i wanted to to talk about where the idea about so you talked you said you you wanted to start as a medium for your music then it's launched into this project for you mm-hmm. um so why okay so originally caesar reached out to me and he said look man like a lot i'm really liking what your vibe is do you want to work on something so like how have you found the process so far in your podcasting and have you had any sort of hardships along the way? Um, you know, challenges along the way, finding content, like, making content. Uh, as in, like with guests, kind of thing. Yeah, or, guests or know, any like hurdles that you might have come across. Or well, yeah, man. You know, sometimes um, people. You know, I, I, at first I was like, "Well, I'd love to promote people," but sometimes when you put so much effort into promoting someone else and then they don't do any sort of promoting for you, it kind of brings you down. I was like, well, you know, I brought us together so we could help each other grow. And, you know, we didn't, you didn't, you didn't do that. So, you know, it kind of hurt me. And I, a dick move on their part. Yeah. You know, it kind of hurt me a little bit. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Like I was truly like loved what you were doing. I was going to promote the fuck out of you. Well, I did promote the fuck out of you and was, you know, hoping you get bigger and all that, that, and all that jazz. And, you know, as you got big, you know, you'd, recognize me too and be like hey i talked to that guy that guy's really genuinely let me promote him as well you know i hope he does great too yeah for sure and yeah and you know sometimes that wouldn't happen or uh i meet people and they're just they're just too shy to speak you know you know it's not my fault it's not their fault it's just you know for some reason they just you know they just don't feel comfortable opening up yet or um sometimes you know they they get a little too schmizzed and you know they can't operate anymore <laughs> and yeah, <there> <laughs> you know, of course we have the good old technical issues with um you know your computer not running my computer shit if i close my computer if i close the lid on my laptop it's gonna shut down straight up like it's yeah. it's not gonna just go into sleep mode it shuts down completely and i have to hold the power button down reset it turn it back on and hope that everything that was there didn't shut off and anything that was not saved is still there please don't please don't uh, delete itself yeah i get that i so there was an episode i missed episode four because that was that slot was going to be my friend andrew and he was going to open up about you know his relationship with with his partner chris and talk about dating in same-sex relationships in the 21st century which is hopefully coming back this afternoon. So I'll be able to re-release that and re-record it. But I feel your pain, man. I definitely can relate to that. Yeah, it sucks, especially after it's been edited and somehow it just 
messes up uh, same stuff with like the mics like i've had this one time where my mic just echoed the entire time and i didn't know so i was hearing like triple me somehow i guess it was coming from the computer the mic and like my headset or something mm. and i didn't notice that so after finishing a great beautiful conversation you know it all went to shit because i fucked up my end of my audio <laughs> there was, was like fuck God damn it. That was that was such a great conversation that no one gets to hear now but myself and the person I had it with. That sucks. Which I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean sometimes I guess those some conversations just kind of, you know, they're just meant for you kind of thing. Maybe. At least it's part of the one thing I've learned is uh, in episode 10, I speak with the Tate brothers, as we call ourselves, just the trio of dickheads. Um, we um all right, so this headset I've got on, you got to hit this mute button here. And if you don't, uh-huh. it records from here. And we're about 10 minutes into it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I better change it over. So, you know, it's been an interesting learning experience for me as well. And you've taught me some stuff. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Now, I had a, had a question for you, if you, if you wouldn't mind. So yeah, just of course, man. On, on, your pre, on the podcast we just recorded on, on, your, on, your, on your forum, on your medium, um, you, you opened up said that you had you were positive for coronavirus so here in Australia we have had I, I, it's it's you know, I don't know this official statistics but it's not far over the thousand mark in terms of actual deaths um, I don't even think it's that high I'll research that now but oh, yeah, you know, yeah. in the, can you tell us um, your experiences one when you caught it and two how has coronavirus been in like in your part of the world because you're here in the in the media United States are, are right up there in terms of infections and deaths like death rates and stuff like that can you tell us from your perspective like how have you found it how's life been for you and your actual when you were uh tested positive for it if that makes sense uh i tested positive well i'll start with my experience and then i'll move on into what's kind of going on over here but uh with me it wasn't anything crazy you know one day i woke up and my head was just kind of hurting And just for some reason, you know, I was like, I don't want to go to work, but I need to come up with an excuse to not go to work. And well, I was like, well, my head's hurting. I guess I can let them know that and be like, well, let me, you know, let me go get tested. You know, who knows? You know, this might be it. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, I was like, well, that's a perfect excuse to, you know, not go to work. You know, I just go to the doctors just probably free and they tell me if I'm positive or not, but to stay home because, you know, you're supposed to stay home after you get tested, at least in the beginning of of this whole thing. And so I did that and I stayed home that day. And by the next day I got my results and they said it was positive. And I was like, you know, my stomach sank. I was like, well, what, what, what do you mean I'm positive? What? And, you know, I told my mom and I told my friends and I told my grandma and I was like, I tested positive some, somehow. You know, like, I don't know how I tested positive, but I tested positive. And I'm letting you guys know that now. And everyone was like, holy shit. Like, are you, are you kidding? Are you just fucking with us? And I'm like, no, like I genuinely tested positive. And you know, like, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> like, I don't know. If how, I would you, be... how would you react? It's like, holy fuck. Like, what, what do I do? And uh, yeah, I, I just didn't know. I, I didn't know if I should be uh, happy that I got out of works, but um uh, <laughs> And now I get to stay home and get paid for it or, um, or now I'm fucking sick and I'm going to fucking maybe die. Cause there's like people dying from this now. Mm. So like, and I was like, I can't really be, I don't feel like I can be chill about this anymore. I feel like this is kind of, 
this is a little bit over the top for me to be chill. Like it, it could literally mean life or death if I'm not careful with what I'm doing. And so, well, I was locked in my room. I had no choice really. I kind of, you know, that was basically what they told us to do in this, in this two time. Week, and what, two weeks at home just, and then get tested again in two weeks or how do they? Yeah. Two weeks at home. Don't leave the room. If you need anything, call people. Um, to just drop it off at your door or something like that. So I was door dashing all the fucking time. Shout my grandma, like I told you, I was living with my, yeah, I was, so much money was spent, man. It was insane. But um, I was, like I told you, I was living with my grandparents and my grandma would just leave like some tea right there at my door and then be like, that's it. That, that's it. That was like my only like kind of little bit of a connection with them was receiving some tea at night to drink before I went to sleep. That sucks. And, and like, it, yeah, it was, went on like that. You also said before that, you know, you were worried about because your grandparents would be of an older age. You were also concerned yeah. that yeah, and, yeah, that too. Were in here too. Yeah, the whole time in my head, I'm thinking to myself, man, what if I pass this on to them? And, you know, from what the statistics have shown is that older people are losing their lives easier to the coronavirus due to just older age and their immune systems not being as sharp as ours mm. so the entire time i'm thinking to myself fuck what if i'm the reason you know you know they die holy shit you know i don't think i could live with that 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 would fucking haunt me forever yeah absolutely I, same for me in terms of like so i just had a look the official statistics to this date of australian deaths are 909 29,000 cases 25,400 recovered see so, well that that's insane compared to you know what we have in the states and we have 29.9 million cases that's more than the entire just for those listening that's more than the entire population of australia plus five million and 542,000 deaths with just 444 being today wow that's so sad that's so sad (laughs) i'm very sorry to hear that um but you know but living in this weird covid age and um seeing how apparently just you know from what i've seen i'm not saying it's true or anything or you know it could just be fake articles and all that stuff like that but you know apparently hospitals were you know just pretty much anyone who was dying in this pandemic at this point were just being classified as covid deaths so it didn't matter how this person died you know they could have choked on a piece of food and for some reason you know the hospital will write it off as a covid death yeah there was a there's an interesting podcast i listen to just i'll inter- accidentally interrupt you there for a sec mate sorry no you're fine so there's of all things the scrubs uh podcast fake doctors real friends um medical show human medical like funny show based you know, sort of ended about 10 years ago um mm-hmm. the rain character jd was based off a real medical doctor now he the story was about him like his experiences bill lawrence and him are best friends and you know they shot the shit and then Bill's like, well, I'm going to start a TV show based on this, make it funny. And the real JD is now one of the heads, the head heart surgeons for a, one of the big hospitals in California. If I can find the, the stream of the episode, I'll put it in. And he's, he opened up about, you know, like bed availability, um, you know, how they're triaging people and like the limited resources they've got. So, it's, you know, it's got like beds are full and we have to, treat people at home as best we can and all we can do is just say look you know take care of yourself get tested and let us know the results we'll be to you when we can and yeah stay he's opened up a bit about the astrazeneca and pfizer vaccines and how it was starting to be rolled out so it's an interesting listen um you know both in the states and worldwide so 
um, you know, straight from the horse's mouth, a medical practitioner opening up about it. So yeah, that's, it was, it was cool to listen to actually last place. I thought I'd hear it. No. Yeah. No, you kind of got me interested. Gina, it's not something I thought I'd be interested in listening to, but now that you say it just makes me really want to do that, especially because, you know, my fiance is in the medical field, you know, right now she's, oh, she? she's the, yeah, she, right now she's a certified nurse, nursing assistant. Oh, nice. So can we, first things first, like, please, when you see it from behalf of even the international community, we, we take our hats off to those frontline workers. So please tell her thanks. Um, of course, man, you know, I make sure I tell her that every day, just, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you made it home safe because, you know, who knows really, you know, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, what I was going to ask you is, so we often speak a little bit about relationships and hear the story. So one, thanks for opening about up about this absolute horrific thing. I hope, you know, hopefully the vaccines roll out soon and Mm -hmm. go, but I was going to ask you, how did you and your lady meet? Um, it's quite an interesting story from what you told me before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we met while this pandemic was going on, actually. Pretty much. Well, I met her in January, February, around that time to do a podcast. And well, that podcast failed because there was just too much noise going on. Her friends were in and out of the of uh, the dorm room and they kind of joined in when they weren't when they weren't supposed to. And <laughs> so you hit uh, her up to do an episode on your show because you were friends yeah. with her beforehand. Uh, we weren't really like friends, friends, but I knew her on Facebook and I knew she was an artist and I was like, well, I'd love to have an artist on, on, um, on my, on my podcast. And I also thought she was cute. So I was like, you know, I might actually try to shoot my shot somehow. <laughs> and, um, you know what? I'm just looking at stats. Sorry. Um, why not tip my hat to you, sir, if it was still on my head. So I'll bow my bald head to you. Thank you. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, just, it just, all it all went to shit. It just, your friends were there and, you know, just, they were being loud. And then uh, we were kind of, you know, I forgot stuff that I shouldn't have forgot and stuff like that. And we were kind of barely talking. Cause you know, I was like, what did I expect? Like, we don't even know each other. Why would she have full on conversations with me yet? And, it, and, you know, and then computer shit. And then I lost all of it and i was like well i guess this shit was just destined to not be released i guess because holy fuck yeah and that's how i met her and when um when i got coronavirus when i uh, tested positive she was one of those few people uh who messaged me after i posted on facebook that i tested positive and asked me how am i doing you know um if i need anything uh, she can definitely bring it over and all that stuff. And I was like, wow, what the heck? I, I barely even know you. And you already like, without a doubt, would go out of your way to buy me something if I needed something and bring it to my house, barely even knowing me. Also knowing that I have coronavirus at the time and are willing to kind of come in my vicinity. So I was like, wow, well, that's um, that's insane. Like, wow, maybe, you, thank you so much. Maybe that, that deleted, um, you know, un- inaudible first meeting of proper conversation you had left a bigger imprint than you thought it might have. Yeah. I, I would a hundred percent say that. I mean, I told her that uh, that day for some reason to drive back home, I was, all I was thinking about, was like, wow, I could, I could start a family with this per- with this person. You like, just I got their vibe really, straight away. Yeah. It was weird, man. It was weird. Just, I was like, and I was like genuinely, truly happy. You know, like she said, um, you know, let's do this again. And she left me on red. <laughs> she left me on red and, Oof. We went like a couple months. That's a um, that's a hard. It's just yeah. like, and you go, yeah, oh, and I like, do uh, I? What do I do here? 
Yeah, and I was like, oh man. Well, I mean, I guess whatever. And I kind of just went about my day. You know, I was like, oh, well, I really wanted that, but you know, if you don't want to, then that's fine with me. That's okay. Building a suspense. Building the suspense. Yeah, little did I know maybe. that when. Yeah, she said that she didn't mean to leave me on red. She's a student, man. Like she has so much shit going on in her head. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Plus, yeah. with all the, I'm sure the last twelve months, especially, have been absolutely hectic for her. So. Oh yeah, shutting down schools and all that stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, prior to that, the the pandemic hadn't really started. But either way, you know, you're still in school and you have a bunch of managing that you need to do. You're trying to be with friends. You're trying to do this podcast with a fucking random as do that you don't even know yeah and you know of course you like your own life just what you're trying to do and stuff like that so she just basically forgot and she realized she forgot and she was just like i just i can't i feel like i feel horrible i feel like you hate me and all that stuff and that's why i didn't message you back because i thought you were like oh you know i I guess you don't um you know i I shouldn't really bother him no more i kind of just got his hopes up and i fucked up and now mm. she, she says she had a lot of pride you know it isn't to, isn't that like a a thing like not just in relationships but in general people will assume or go oh i think this and then this happened but the reality is if you just had to ask for clarification you would have had a clearer understanding like a lot of times i feel guilty for letting someone down and nine times out of ten it's like no nah, man i didn't think anything of it so yeah that's what it sounds like there. She's so like, if you had to just ask for clarification, perhaps. But anyways, it's, it's yeah, spitball, you just, spitballing you just, there. You just overthink it a little bit too much and, you yeah. know, you lose the moment, sadly. But, you know, shit was apparently destined because, you know, like I said, she messaged me and she said that that was like the perfect excuse to message out of nowhere again to me. She was like, oh, well, well, now I can message him because now I'm also scared that, you know, he might die. Like, holy shit. Like someone that I had a little mini crush on might die. And I don't know what the fuck I'd do if he did. Because, you know, the what ifs kind of thing. Yeah. Like what what could he have been like and all that stuff, you know. Um, at least that's what I think, you know. But and what she told me. She, it's better in your head if that's, you know, you know what? I'm just going to stick with this story. And if it works out, <laughs> it works out. No, she basically made it. She told me it was like that. It was just like, man, I was like really worried for you. Like, I really didn't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah. And I wanted to reach out and make sure that I talked to you, you know, and that's how we met. And, you know, I was going through my whole two week process of magically losing the coronavirus tested negative. And within like the week or two, you know, we were still talking. We were talking back and forth more now. And I asked her, I was like, hey, um. I tested negative. Do you want to hang out? You know, not the greatest idea <laughs> to be doing that during a pandemic. I hear breaking rules, doing the sneaky links. Well, I heard a, a friend of mine, uh, she's in Cali, and she said that um, if you have, if you nominate certain people to be in your bubble, as it were, is that the, was that the case back then? Or you just flat out essential items only? That's it? Yeah, pretty much just okay. all essential items. Uh, People that you live with, stick with people that you live with. Don't visit family. Don't do any of that stuff like that. Yeah, It wasn't like against the law to do it or anything. Like police were now here stopping you for being out and about with family. But, you know, if they saw a large gathering altogether, then yeah, then they would intervene. Yeah, fair enough. But not like just, you know, family and friends coming over kind of thing. They didn't care about that. Yeah. And so I asked her and... You know, the entire time I'm like, oh shit, holy fuck, I asked her out. Why would I ask her out? Fuck, fuck, what if she says no? I don't know how, what, how am I going to feel if she says no? Because I, you know, I kind of smoothed my way and I was like, 
So when are you going to let me take you on a date kind of thing? <laughs> smooth as my uh, bald head, sir. As smooth as the bald head I'm sporting right now. Yeah. Just. I love it. Yeah, you're amazing, by the way. <laughs> Stop it. You know, if case you're wondering, the carpet does match the drapes. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to know that, but now I do. Uh, I don't know why the fuck uh, I said that. That was well, weird. Uh, just in case, you know, you know, like you said, you know, vice versa, man. Oof, you got it flowing, <laughs> flowing curly hair. A good, and, uh, yeah. Moving on. We've just, you've just opened up at this gorgeous story about how you met your lady, and I've just made a, a good old penis joke. Good job, yes. Mitch. <laughs> I, know, I appreciate that dude i appreciate that you gotta you gotta let out a nice laugh every once in a while Oof, but, I, um, I laugh like a little schoolgirl. but you, know. uh, you trust me if you if you catch my funny bone dude i'm gone forever dude i cannot breathe i'm literally about to die if i <laughs> if you rub me the right way if you rub me the right way certain things about my personality just rise up so <laughs> uh, yeah i agree with them too <laughs> oh sorry another penis joke um oh, yeah. the penis jokes but yeah i got you laughing before on your potty i told these guys have heard it but i told the story about the service station with the bowser number two so yeah oh yes and now i shit myself um, many times oh yeah god but um back to it um and we're back yeah i asked her out <laughs> <laughs> i asked her out and i told her like hey i don't want to go well we can't really go to a movie because that's usually where i take people on first dates it was like to the movies which Taking someone to the movies on the first date is not exactly the best. Date. No, it's not because like no. you can't probably talk, you can't get to know them. Yeah, it's probably the worst thing you could do. And get the arm around them. Standing, the old <sighs> arm around yeah. trick. You get the you, hey, you watching the movie? Hey, do you know that? Hey, you know, you know, kind of something <laughs> shitty. You know, what's he doing? What's, what's going on here? Uh, and I was like, well, I can't do that. And I'm really glad that I couldn't do that because I told her, well, I want to meet you. You know, I want to meet you. How about you come over? We can watch a movie we want. We have it in the background or something, but I truly just want to like talk to you. <laughs> like, I really just want to talk to you and yeah. like human speech. You know, I really want to understand you and know what you've been through and um, why you're interested really. Cause like, holy shit, you actually said yes. And you, are you and, like, holy shit. Okay, time for my A game. No, well, see, I, you know, I wasn't like, I'm going to try to impress the living shit at her. Like, I'm going to be myself and I'm going to, um, you know, if she likes me, beautiful. If, if she doesn't, then, oh, well, at least I, you know, had the balls to ask this girl out and actually got her to come and all that stuff. Cool. And, well, you know, that happened. We talked, you know, she got deep. I will say that we cried, which that's was, what, you know. That's what, that's what she weird. said. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, Michael Scott. Um, Shout out to the office. Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah. For anyone who watched the office, but yeah, just uh, we talked. Um, like I said, we got deep and we cried, and you know, for me, that's you know, that's not something that really happens when you first meet a person or properly meet a person face to face so in my head i was like wow we've already connected in some sort of way to where we're able to comfort comfortably like cry in front of each other good on you man relate over something that made us cry and Uh i was like like i really do like you you know like you're actually a great person for kind of accepting me accepting me crying and for me to actually be able to see you cry too because you know that's a vulnerable place to be in you know, you don't even want to see your, you know, your parents, you don't want to see your parents when you're crying sometimes. And yeah. those are some of the closest people to you. They, um, well, uh, now I don't care. I would cry in front of fucking anyone if I need to. I've even cried at work 
right next to a coworker. I cry. I'll admit I'm a bit of a crier. Yeah, I am. I am too, man. I'm, if I watch you Clicked, know. you know the Adam Sandler movie Clicked at the end, how oh, he's dude. <laughs> so he's, oh, that gets fucking me every time, love, man. I, I love that movie, dude. I fucking love that movie. A lot of controversial opinion. Yeah, you know, people. I mean, people are just haters, man. That song is just. I mean, that song, that movie is just fucking beautiful. Who wouldn't want to have a fucking control that can control time? Fuck yeah. And of course, yeah, you abuse that. Of course, you know you're gonna miss out on life. And it's gonna just go by in a blink of an eye. I um, you know what, man? As as mushy as this sounds, I really want that for myself someday. Um, and it's torn me to pieces. I mean, I I, I speak on episode one about banter and banging girls and laugh and carry on, but it's kept me up at night. Um, yeah, I'm now in my early thirties. I wanna I wanna meet someone, and it, it especially I live by myself, man. I'm about to cry now. I live by myself. I'm a shift worker. My shifts are 12 hours long and it's an hour travelage. So for 14 hours a day, I'm away. And the instant I get home, it's like, oh, that's another reason why I did this, to reach out to people to to do this. And um, if I'm being brutally honest with you and myself. Do we get some like advice or something? Oh, I, you know, it's not, I just got to like, keep trying, I guess. It, it just, yeah, like it, like, don't get me wrong. Like a confidence boost too. Just be like, hey man, you know, how about try this? You know, I don't know if it's going to be working for you, but like, I'm a genuine dude and I'm going to tell you that this worked for me. Like, you know, I was also kind of nervous and shy and all this stuff, but just kind of try to do this and see what happens. And if not, then, you know, I'm sorry, but, you know, I gave you some sort of helpful advice and, you know, and out of, you know, being genuine and really wanting you to experience loving someone too. Yeah. I mean, I've tried the online dating thing and, you know, I've had uh, some coffee dates and some of eventually had movie dates and dinners and stuff, which is fine. Played the field a bit. Um, I've had a handful of long-term relationships I've opened up about. But like one good thing that come out, so I've lived here by myself for near four years. And one good thing that's happened is you learn what works for you. And like, I'm now the most confident I've been and I know I've got a lot to offer someone, but I just got to meet her. She's out there somewhere. I've got, I just, I'll find her one way, shape or form. I'm still like an old romantic at heart. And I, I genuinely think she's out there somewhere. She's going to be an absolute dickhead to put up with me in a good way though. Um, I, I mean, I feel the same thing every day, man. When I, you know, whenever I piss off my fiance and she tells me, and, you know, I tell her like, like, do you hate me? Like, would, would you ever leave me? Will I be ever, like, my too much for you you know you can it's, tell me and I, those insecurities fine. those insecure and yes men do get insecure i can put that out 110 yeah. percent. it's just you know and she just be like she, she'd still be mad or something but she'd be like shut the fuck up dude like i'm not gonna leave you like literally stop fucking asking me to stop doing this stop you know like it's it's just you okay like i'm i'm seriously not gonna leave you i fucking love you like i know you love me and it's cool it's nice it's beautiful it's it's great to feel that security and safety and you know like you said yeah she's out there man trust me if you really like like i told you with the manifestation thing you know i truly think that i basically manifested her you know into my life and manifested our lives to come together and, you, should, you, know, you I, should listen to episode three my friend my kiwi friend hina opens up a bit mindfulness and you know making getting shit done i think yeah you spoke about on your pod that we just recorded about mindfulness so yeah man like there's there's truth to that somewhere, but yeah, I would definitely give that a go. I'll try something else. I'm trying yeah, this online yeah. dating shit. Get some nice meetings, and I'm talking to a nice girl now. But I'm not going to put all my eggs in that basket if that makes sense. I will tell you that, you know, like like I said, you know, when when you look for it, it you usually tend to miss it. So um, try to relax and just 
you know, let things happen and she'll kind of appear when you kind of most need her. We'll see. Until then. <laughs> you know, keep uh, pounding away like, doing this. It's cliche shit that people say, but like I've told you, diving deep into spirituality and like I've told you, me messing around with psychedelics, you know, it opens you up so much. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, well, I, the clairvoyant, yeah. speaking about the clairvoyant, I've never seen one. Katrina Jane, she's in bonus episode and we have a follow-up episode in episode seven, I think it is. And that was legit. This That's what gave me the confidence to start this whole thing. So I'm absolutely 100% on board for trying stuff that helps you different different avenues, whether it's in the form of clairvoyancy, uh, psychedelics or mindfulness, whatever it is. If you find something at work, yoga, something alternate, whatever works, you know, like yeah. if you find a stepping stone to help you build the path to where you need to go, then you get on that. Yeah. And you keep walking down that path, man. As long as you feel that that's what you need to do and that's why you're here on earth and this is your purpose, dude, just keep going at it. No matter how hard it gets, find the time to keep doing it somehow some way Mm. um yeah and just those those like i said those sort of experiences show you what you need to do like you said it doesn't necessarily need to do with like any sort of drug or substance at all no alcohol no any sort of consumption at all it could literally be a life event some sort of like ptsd some a mental illness a physical illness that just draws you so fucking down and kind of makes you realize what am I doing? Like, what, what do I truly want to do? What, like, I feel like I'm wasting my life away because I, I say, I know what I want to do, but I don't really want to do that. Like, what am I truly here for? Like, I feel like I'm just fucking around playing video games or something when I know that I, you know, there's this thing that I love over here, which was music and, you know, the podcasting stuff. Like I've always told myself, I want to do a podcast, you know, after starting listening after starting to listen to podcasts more often, yeah. I was like, this is fucking great. That's awesome. That's cool that they are able to do all these things by just talking to people. And, for, and um, I listen to podcasters and I, a lot of them are very like carefree about their everyday lives. You know, I listen to spiritual ones. I, I listen to Duncan Trussell, Joe Rogan. I used, I listened to a couple comedic ones, which was like the uh, the Misfits podcast and the Super Mega podcast. Yeah. and i apologize for that banging sound apparently next door decided it was a good time to do house renovation so i don't know how prominent that is coming oh, through man, but... i i live in an apartment dude i understand it's banging all morning up until like 5 6 p.m is it coming through very loudly or is it okay no i didn't even hear it at all okay cool yeah all right speaking about podcasts so one of my favorite australian ones to listen to is matt and alex all day breakfast they used to host the national um, alternate broadcast triple j and they've got their own so last year I was on their podcast and I sent them a message saying, Hey guys, if you want some content for your show, I'm looking for a girlfriend. Can you help me do that? So he got me on there, charmed the pants off and made them laugh, made two comedians laugh. I was very happy with myself. So they got a girl in, I won't say a name just for privacy sake, but um, we met up. She, uh, she, they put us on a virtual zoom date. She was from Melbourne. I was from Sydney just before Victoria, the state in which it is went to lockdown. And, um, mm-hmm. She was moving to Sydney, so she just might miss the cutoff, her and her family. And we met up. We, we actually met up. We uh, we had a good chat, but we just um, on national radio got together and uh, just had a day up here. We got lunch and showed around Newcastle a bit because she'd never been up here. And there was no 
like we just didn't have that spark, which is fine. Nice girl. And they rang me two days ago and they said, oh, we're doing a, a catch-up episode, Mitch, for like uh, 2020's greatest hits for the show. Do you want to come back on? So I'm going to be on there recording soon, I hope. Um, wow. And I you might... said, okay, I know you said Triple J, right? And I, I know I've heard that. Yeah, like it's kind of like it's the national. Yeah, it's, it's the national. So the ABC, Australian Broadcasting Corporation, is the government-funded national broadcaster. And Triple mm-hmm. J is one of their publicly funded stations. So there's no commercial okay, visits or anything oh, like yeah, that. I've seen uh, on YouTube, at least, they, they like to feature a lot of artists to just come on and play a song and cover songs. The last one I saw, like uh, a version. Triple J. Yeah, they do like yeah. that section's called Like a Version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They brought on the Wiggles to do a <laughs> yes. cover of Team Impala. And I was like, whoa, this is actually pretty good from considering it's the Wiggles, you know, they're, they're and they had the old Wiggles in there as well. Jeff was there playing guitar and uh, Anthony, well, Anthony's still in the Wiggles, but yeah. And they had uh, the Red Wiggle in there too, Andy. Yeah. I can't think of his name, but the only one that wasn't there was the original Yellow Wiggle because he was, he had, he, he had to sort of give it up for a while because he was sick. I'm not sure what his latest thing is, but um, yeah, um, it was cool to see him. And then there's eight yeah. Wiggles, or whatever it was, seven Wiggles just jamming out. See, the most recognized, like you said, the most recognizable Wiggles that I knew was the red one and the purple one. I didn't know them by names. I just, Wake knew, up, I was Jeff. really young. Wake I, up, I like, Jeff. Yeah, he's the purple one. Yeah. You know, those were like the two notable ones. And I was like, wow, they're like truly jamming out to a, a crazy fucking artist that I listen to that I truly like really enjoy. And he's a, he's and, Australian too. Oh, you know, Katayman Parler Australian too. Man, Australians are fucking insane. You guys are just on a whole new level of just creativity like one of my second favorite my second my my god i can't speak my second favorite artist is flume he's yes, also Australian. the glitchy dj lord that is i met flume years ago at a um at a, it was a triple j on earth gig got just backstage he just happened to be there listening before he was and i just had like said hey like he was on trip so you start triple j have a thing called triple j on earth where if you're an unsigned artist you can upload your music and if someone recognizes you then they'll play it i'm pretty sure that's how flume started and yeah he used to um just sort of while he was kicking off at one of his first gigs he was in the crowd listening to i think it was illy illy's a hip-hop artist and um he's just jamming out i said holy shit you're fucking flume yeah. he's like yeah man say good day so look i'm not gonna man. keep you i know you're enjoying it but shook his hand good dude like forever yeah forever he was my favorite artist, I've been listening to him since I was like 16, 15. You've been around a while now, um, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was nice seeing him grow. And his name's Harvey something, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, I saw I, I got to see him in Colorado, and yeah, nice. that shit was insane. You know, everything else was shit. Everything about that concert was shit until he came on. Like, literally everything about it was shit. The walk to go up a fucking mountain was insane i like i almost fainted when i got to the top because of the elevation like i'm a country yeah. boy i live in kansas i don't we're not that high up and when i finally got up there i closed my eyes a little bit and i felt like i was like leaning back and i was like oh my god what just happened so you had to trek Holy up fuck. the top of a mountain to hear the flume play yeah yeah it's it, like it on was, top uh, of the world uh, glitching yeah, out with his that's sick man <laughs> you can search it up yeah it's a place called the red rocks the red rocks uh, amphitheater in colorado yeah yeah that place it's a it's a whole ass just outdoor place in between a fucking mountain and i guess it just makes the acoustics sound insane and it did like holy fuck i was stoned out of my mind jamming out to flume you know 
dancing and everything, not thinking that I could even dance the flume Whoa. because it's so all over the place sometimes. This is sick. It's like it's a it's an outdoor amphitheater carved into rock, like carved into the mountain. This is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. literally we planned a whole trip. We had it like months in advance because he came to Kansas City in 2018, 17, something like that. And we missed out because I didn't have a job I uh then. I was barely a freshman in high school. Yeah. Um 2017 maybe? No, no, no. Probably earlier than that. But you know, I was a freshman in high school. I didn't have, I haven't turned 16 yet. And that's the legal age that you can start working here. And well, I missed out, sadly. So I was like, fuck, I just missed out on one of the greatest fucking artists, you know, to me, at least. Mm. And I saw he was in Colorado. And I was like, okay, a lot of us here in Kansas like to make trips to Colorado because it's not that far. It's only like eight hours. And I'm like, I can make the trek. I can make eight hours. That's not that bad. Eight hours is well worth I went to, um, to Brisbane is the state up in Queensland. Oh, I traveled. It's about nine hour drive from here mm-hmm. all that way to see Bon Jovi play. Oh, Bon Jovi. Um, got to see him in I mean, Sydney. As well. So I saw him in Sydney as well, but then we're not see him play in Brisbane. It, yeah, man. I, I love my sort of older style 90s, 80s rock. And as soon as um, Living on a Prayer come out, they closed Living on a Prayer. And whatever hair on my head back then wasn't much, but it, I just goosebumps and I just, it was, oh, mate. That man is a beautiful, beautiful specimen of a human. Oof. Mm-hmm. No, man, I agree. When it's you unreal. see these people perform, it's a whole different level of just like these people are in their zone. They truly are happy that we are happy and jamming out to their music. Now, grateful. Um, like, I would love to amend. You know who I'd love to meet in this world is Dave Grohl. What a, and Taylor Hawkins and the guys from the Fooies. That'd be unreal. I mean, I'd love to meet people from um, at least from the Pink Floyd band you know just oh yeah i don't know their names but i know the guitarist um my god anytime i i for someone who watches quite a bit of like and listens to quite a bit of pink floyd i don't i truly don't know shit about them somehow you know i'd listen to the whole entire dark side of the moon album and that shit is has blown my mind i know that's like the one that people like to gravitate towards to a lot too but you know, genuinely, that was the first one I encountered. I was just curious, and I was like, "Well, people like to talk about this one a lot. Let me let me give it a go. Let me let me listen to it." And I was yeah. on psychedelics when that happened, and blown out of my fucking mind. I was just, I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, I can see why so many people love this music and this band in general, and the message that they stand for, and all that stuff. But I needed to listen to more of them to kind of. You know, if I want to even talk about Pink Floyd to um, people who really know Pink Floyd, I need to really dive deep into their music and really understand everything about them before I can be like, well, this is the best one and this is the best one. And, oh, I think this one's kind of sucks. And, you know, I can't yeah. really do that with Pink Floyd, but oh, I can do that with Tame Impala and I can do that with Flume and I can do that with a lot of like these indie bands like, Fo- well, not indie anymore, but like Foster the People and... um phoenix and just other more indie people that you know aren't so well known because i really truly dive deep into that uh, and like one band that i like a lot is um it's called family time and they've got a lot of songs i'm not familiar with family time yeah one of their songs the grand collide by family time that family time or family hour but um my god it is a fucking beauty like hey, these you- guys are insane if you want to hear it, speaking about like a version before, go back, type onto YouTube, type in Tame Impala Kylie Minogue cover. 
Kevin Parker is the voice and, you know, he's, he's the, oh, you wouldn't say the head of the band, but he does a lot of the recording and mixing. And you got Jay and Dominic as well, I think the names are, but um, they take on one of Kylie Minogue's songs and it is unreal, man. I'll send you the, the link after this. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to listen to it because I can't find it here because all I see is Tim and Paula cover Edwin Collins' A Girl Like You. But I'll find it for you. It. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, so that's something you can delve into. So, you know, it's interesting shooting the shit with you, man. So, you know, you've taught me a bit and, you know, this, this whole project is, it's new, it's, it's unknown, but I'm enjoying it. So, you know, I appreciate you helping me out today and stuff. And No, yeah, of course, man. You were so willing to hop on on mine too. I was like, I got to kind of give it right back. You know, I, I kind of, it's not just the one way thing, you know, I'm trying to help you out too in whatever way I can. And that's it. And, and um, we're starting to think, for, sorry, you go, sorry. No, yeah, and I thought, well, I'm sure he doesn't speak to a lot of Americans, you know, considering you live in an entire different continent. And for someone else to hear that, you know, in, in your podcast, they're going to be like, holy shit, he spread all the way that far to the U.S. Yeah. of all people, too? What? Yeah, and um, hopefully. I've got an interesting um, opportunity coming up. A publicist from California hit me up on that website, and I'll be started chatting on and um, got to interview a author Thursday morning, my time, which I'm coming off night shift with no sleep. That'll be fun. And on Sunday where I'm going to be hung over as, cause I am going for beers on Saturday. So good times ahead. Um, hey man, if you're excited to do it, I mean, as long as you know that you can do it and power through it and be on your a game, dude, just by all means do what you want to do and fucking get through it, dude. I'll be, I'll be like, so can you tell me about your book? Holding my head. <laughs> nah, bucket. Nah, yeah. nah, you're gonna be full on zone, just full on in the zone like you are right now, man. I hope so. But yeah, well, so we our shifts is seven till seven. So I'll be doing working from seven p.m. to a.m. Coming home, and I have to wait up to eleven to shoot this thing with her. But that's okay. Um, Red Bull. I'll go to the gym beforehand, so I'll have some pre workout in the system ready to go. No, I can't do it with energy drinks, man. They scare me. Oh, it's oh, more. Boy. Not the energy drink itself, but the protein, or the, the pre-start powder stuff. You mix it with water. Um, oh, okay. I thought you said some Red Bull, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, that oh, on night shift, I have Nodos tablets, which is a slow-release caffeine tablet. So better than Red Bull cans. And I have one of those. It gets me through the shift. Yeah. That and green apples. Hey, I mean, well, I don't really eat. Well, I do eat fruit, but I don't eat it too much at work. I tend to just eat it on my free days when I'm off of work. I don't know. For some reason, I just find it more enjoyable when I'm at home and it's not like a little 15 minute break snack. Yeah. From well, work. We, we do it. We have, we have our tricks to get through, you know, operating machinery for 12 hours at a time. I tend to find that. So you, they're left. They're like where you are left-hand drive down here. Cars are operated on the steering wheels on the right-hand side of the road. And we drive to the left opposite to you guys, but in the trucks, their left-hand drive on the left-hand side of the road and you got a, a passenger seat on your right and I'll just reach over and snack on, on stuff. So I fill it up with rice cakes and apples that way I can do it all day and not feel guilty. Um, I feel like we don't, we as people don't like to conversate too much about our jobs, but I feel like sometimes like you just want to tell someone about the shitty fucking shit that happens at your job or something funny that happens at your job. And you, that's what we're you here for, can't. man. If you, if you've got a good story, let's hear it. That's what we're all about. Yeah, as I'm telling you, man, you got to find those people that you're like, fuck, God, like, oh, I can definitely tell him about that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit up Mitch real quick and be like, hey, dude, I'm going to tell you what just happened at work today. Yeah, I don't I don't say where I work because of I'm not allowed to speak on behalf of those company, that company from the media perspective. So I just say Legally. in the minds, um, 
So I don't mention the company or place I work. But if you want to tell us a story, you're welcome to. If not, that's okay. I've got one up my sleeve ready to go if you want to hear one. Well, uh, yeah, I'll tell you a story. Just uh, at least from one of my past jobs, uh, just shit that's happened. Just kind of, well, it's not really gross, but it's just wild to me. I was like, holy fuck, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And um, there's this one time when I worked at a movie theater and it's a big chain. I mean, it's, well, I don't think I should say it anyways, but let's just say it's one of the big chains. You, yeah. you can think whatever, you know, there's a lot of big, big chains that people go to, but um, I worked for one of them and I worked for them for like a year, almost a year. And, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit that people do in the theaters, man. You know, you catch <laughs> yes. People out there, you know, fingering Banging. each other and yeah just oh yeah smoking weed not giving a fuck that they're indoors so you know oh, the yeah. old, you know the barracuda you got two in the goo one in the poo two in the pink um, one in the stink yeah i was just about to say that <laughs> but man um people are also disgusting with what they do i mean there's been diapers just left out and about you know there's oh, piss from that's babies evil. or something yeah you know people brought in dogs for some reason uh, why food is everywhere popcorn is everywhere just people are disgusting in the theater people do not clean at all man and that would irritate me so much like why the fuck like why 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 do we have to clean their shit so much man like why can't there's a trash can at the bottom all you got to do is take it with you and you know we we wait for you outside with a bunch of trash cans too if you want to just throw it in this one but um there was this one time where i began to work maintenance you know i stopped working regular uh, just like usher um, shifts and stuff like that. I wasn't cleaning. I wasn't concessions and I wasn't in the restaurant area. I was waking up at 5 a.m. to do maintenance with another fellow Hispanic older man that was also a priest. And we just go around the theater changing light bulbs, changing tile roofs or roof tiles and um, just kind of cleaning, making sure that everything's working right. And there was this one time where we were cleaning and he told me, can you clean the back of this thing over here? And I was like, all right, cool. You know, it's pitch black in here. I fucking hate the dark. You know, I feel like every single evil thing is behind something in the dark. And, you know, I just stick it up and be like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to go through this and, you know, live with it. And there's many times I got scared just by thinking I heard something. But um, I'm making my way to this back room next to one of the theater rooms. I open the door and this room is just filled, man. Just destroyed, just infested with every goddamn possible bug you can imagine. Yeah. Well, a lot of matches, just let it go up. That's what I would have done. Yeah. I, I was, and he was just like, yeah, um, sweep them up and and put them in the bin. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, some of them are still alive. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't know what to do about that. Get rid of it. Get rid of the evidence. It's not my problem. Yeah, it was like, you know, you like squish it or just sweep it up and throw it out anyways. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I did that. But the whole time I was like, holy fuck, this is disgusting. Like, I hate bugs. I don't like bugs. Like, I get, I feel like something's crawling on me now kind of thing. You're dead Australia then. There's spiders everywhere. I've heard. Yeah. yeah everywhere. Spiders, snakes, that's tenant. The most venomous, some of the most venomous spiders and snakes in the world, you find majority of them, the top 10 are here. And they're just roaming about just in your backyard too. I, um, yeah, I killed a, a redback spider this morning. It was just on the clothes area outside. It's raining. I'm just hanging clothes up under my carport. 
and it was just one hanging off the clothes era. So yeah, good. Sorry. You know what? It's um, uh, yeah, I'll send you an interesting fact about Australia after this too. No, nah, man. When we see a spider in here, it's over. That spider's dying. Oh, I just get it. Get my. We call them thongs. We, you know, you call them flip flops. Get my thong. Just you know, give it a whack. Oh yeah, a good old chunkla. That's what we call it. At least that. That's a flip flop too. A chunk. A chunkla. A chunkla in Spanish. Oh, oh, cool. So yeah, we call them thongs. And like, oh my god, you call them thongs? Yeah, man. One on each foot. What? How do you wear a thong in your foot? <laughs> With no, great no, man, no, no, yeah, I'm glad we don't have such a crazy spider problem over here. We we have everything else except spiders, though. I mean, any other insects, flies, fucking ants, roaches. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, man, I can relate to that 100. Especially with all, the, with all this rain right now, there is an infestation of rats. There is like a biblical um, infestation of rats because you know they're their normal habitats have washed away and now they're scurrying to so even in the even in the open cut mine i'm in i saw rats walking past me in the truck i'm like what the fuck see the <laughs> little like groups of one did i just see that like, yeah man fucking hell and you see kangaroos bouncing past and shit too crazy yeah just out in the wild see i i mean for you guys that's regular you know that's normal to see they're, those kinds of animals they're a pest like they aren't there is they need to be culled regularly because they are an absolute pest. Um, yes, they're a national animal, but the East Coast brown kangaroo is, yeah, it's a pest. There's too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> you said that also emus were. Um... Yeah, they're a, they're a national. So our national coat of arms is one side is a kangaroo. One side is an emu. Emus are endangered. And um, there was an interesting thing that happened sort of in early settling white Australia. There was an emu. There was a war from man against emu. And men lost because uh, yeah, I'm just about to bring something up about that. That's an interesting story, man. I'll I'll send you that link as well. Yeah, it's whole, fucking hilarious. Whole, whole, the Great Emu War. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, you guys uh, for being you know really great people, not being too involved in in wars and stuff. You guys like to fight animals. And well, we're still involved in the reason. wars. We just we just like the little little brother who's not really mentioned <laughs> i guess hey yeah i mean i don't yeah you don't really see much of australia in any american history book yeah well that's because it's an american history but you know quite often you know we were quite often so our in world war one and two the um there's a national public holiday that which recognizes it's known as the anzacs and that's the australian new zealand army corps so we were fighting but like they're our brothers in arms kind of like you know then you're our big brother who we sort of helping out i suppose but um you know we we're, we're still a part of the english empire that's why we have a union jack on our flag and mm-hmm. or the commonwealth as it's referred to and we're allies with you guys as well which come later on but in all the wars the commonwealth has fought in like order one two cold war vietnam you know the gulf war etc australians have always had kind of been there backing us up still yeah that's yeah so we're there but yeah I'm not going to go into it lots because I'm not educated on what. No, I see you got a little friend yeah. in the background there. Oh, yeah. That's my cat, Narvi. Narvi. Yeah. It's a cool name. Yeah. She's named after a, a moon of what? Jupiter, right? Or Saturn. <laughs> it's a planet, but uh, she's named after a moon. And so is her, her sister, Calypso. Nice little white, chunky cat. <laughs> that's cool. But, um, we were talking about work, but other than that roach story, I mean, we've had bats and we've gone crazy getting bats out of that theater. And yeah, like you said, it was a whole infestation kind of thing where 
we got one and then all of a sudden there was another one somehow and you know someone's watching a movie and all of a sudden a fly a fly a, a bat flies by and they're like holy fuck was that a bat or a bird and they're freaking out and then you know we figured out it was a bat when one of them shat on an actual customer and we had to that's, shut down that the whole shit is like, we have um they call them flying foxes but they're a species of bat that are just everywhere and they shit on your car on your garage door and it see it, it like it corrodes the paint and you try to get this bat shit off when it solidifies and you take paint off so you got to be quick so yeah man this place is just i can relate to that as well bats are fucked that's annoying yeah you guys live in a really just hostile environment for some reason it's just uh, but that's, like that's the way it's portrayed but it's really not that bad yeah, I was about to say for it, yeah, for it to be called that, you don't really see much of people, you know, really out here encountering fatal anything in Australia. Really. Oh, it's like we got it's like one all we had an, uh, an eastern brown snake, which is a venom, highly venomous, um, endangered snake. And uh, so I was at a friend's place and it's just slithering up. It's probably a mother, uh, probably a child one, probably about a meter long. And uh, it's just, he's just, hang on, mate, back in a sec. And it's highly venomous. He's like, oh, there's an East Coast brown over there. Just, just relax, Mitch. He went and got a post hole shovel and jammed the, the shovel through its head and just left it there. Okay, so what were you saying, man? I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Did you not care? He's like, nah, it's just a fucking brown. What's your problem? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, people just grab a fucking So yeah, that's anything. the most awkward Australian thing I've seen for a long time. I'm like, I'd rather just let it. I got a cousin who handles snakes in sort of Western New South Wales, and he's quite compassionate about these things, which I get because he loves them. But he just said, "Look, leave them alone, and they'll piss off." Simple as that. Cool. Yeah. So I was happy to let it go. But he's like, "No, nah, fuck it. I don't want it near me dog." <laughs> All the ass. Oh my god. No, I don't think I. I don't have the balls to kill an animal. Well, besides like bugs, I I'll gladly kill a bug. I'm sorry. No, that's but... fair enough. Me uh, too. Anything bigger than that. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit. I've been shooting feral animals before, but I didn't enjoy it. So, but anyways, so all that said and done, we've been sh- we're shooting the shit for a while. So there's a section of the show that we get together and have a good old whinge. And I was wondering, would you like to have a bitchy with Mitchy? We'll just have a whinge about anything that grinds our gears. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what 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 this week has caught you, or what's something that pisses you off that you really think? could have some improvements made to it um okay well at least for me lately it's just been um just like man it's been work really and how we can definitely make work more enjoyable in literally every job really Mm. you know there's 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 things that we can do because you know not everybody works the same not everybody works the same pace and stuff like that and Nobody should be falling behind for someone else's mistakes and like that. And, you know, we can definitely, instead of being so afraid to call out someone, you know, call them out, give them some criticism to, you know, to let them think about it, to know that they're working slow or something, or they're, you know, they're just lacking a little behind if they need some help, let, you know, to let us know, instead of just forcefully going through your day and being like, no, this is how these people act. This is how you're supposed to get used to this. You need to get used to this to work here. And, you know, it's not enjoyable to certain people or, you know, you yourself. And, you know, I was in that position where um, they were like, this is how these people are. If you want to work here, you got to have a, a stable, um, stable, uh, a stable state of mind. And, you know, you can't really, uh, you can't really be sensitive around these people because, you know, they'll, 
they'll really pick at you and do everything possible to annoy you and make you feel bad and whatever, but don't worry. They're joking around. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like joking around. I feel like that just gives them an excuse to talk shit on someone really. And, you know, I worked with it. I didn't talk to them. I don't, I don't really talk to anyone at work besides a couple people that I truly trust talking with because I was like, I'm genuinely like, don't like these people. Like you guys anger me. You guys piss me off with whatever you say, because you're trying to, make me open up in some way so you can use that against me in some sort of way yeah you know, kind of you know whether if it's just like a little little jab a little unnecessary jab because I, I see how they work with each other and sometimes they're just like you know they have like this weird uh unease to each other where they yeah they work with each other they've worked with each other for so long so there's have, like, like little pockets of friends and stuff and Whatever. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of friendship, but sometimes they go a little too far and they're like, they don't say anything because they know that they're work friends and they don't want to start anything. I guarantee yeah, like, people like that in, in an Australian workplace would be absolutely torn to ribbons. I can guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Like you, you told me that you guys just like to talk shit a lot, but in the end of the day, you guys are you all. You go fine. like to someone, if someone's like, oh, you, you feel suspicious, or something, you go, oi, fuckhead, what's your problem? Or what do you mean? I said, I heard you talking shit about me. Say it in my fucking face. Like, that's what we do um yeah well, that's what just, i do so and just do full on dude how many no, people do you know would how many people do you know over there would be like holy shit oh no i didn't say anything don't nothing don't how many people do you plenty, think would be like plenty. i don't know man plenty of people and i know i used to be someone like that but i mean uh i wouldn't talk shit on anyone really but i know if someone like some big ass dude came up to me trying to fight for something i'd be like oh fuck Jake, chill out dude you know I don't want to fight you, but you know, if I have to, I have to really, I'm not afraid of anyone when it comes to, in that case, you know, fighting, but yeah, I wouldn't instigate that. You know, if someone make me, if someone made me mad, I wouldn't go up to them like in that way to, you know, be like, you know, say to my face kind of thing. I'd be like, nah, well, whatever, let them talk shit, whatever, you know, it's not affecting me, you know, it's not getting to me. Let so them what, have their, so what, their, um, what did you do? Like, well, I brought it up to my boss. I had to talk with the main dude I was having an issue with and we all kind of got together and talked about that shit. And, you know, well, he didn't really do much, you know, he pretty much stayed the same, kept wanting to do the same shit, uh, keep on talking shit and um, kind of just kept uh, lying about like a lot of stuff. Unless it's like, yeah, like documented or unless it's, you know, like there's CCTV or something, it's hard to you know prove or disprove something, you know, like it's. Yeah. I mean, uh, but it's weird. I mean, they have cameras and I'm like, you can literally just watch the camera and you can see that whenever they don't have work, you know, him and his buddies are just going to be chilling there, smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer or something. Yeah. I mean, they drinking at work is a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so, but for them, it's kind of normal. They're like, all right, cool, put some music on. We don't have much work. Let's drink, smoke cigarettes. And, you know, me and this other kid who's only 17, I hear busting our asses off, getting the, you know, the work done. We, we, we make planners, like big, big planners that you see outside of offices and like big buildings, like these big, huge rectangular uh, planners where you put plants, any grass, vegetation, whatever you want to put on it. Yeah. Um. We're out here working our asses off while they're out here drinking beers, you know, talking shit and all that stuff. There's always like, if I've worked at a few places where um, the older folk, the comfortable folk who are happily eager to sit back and just let everyone else do their work, it's fucking shit, man. Um, I can relate to that 110% for sure. It's just like, why can't, and yeah, and then it's like, why can't you work just as hard as we are? 
you know, we get shit done a lot faster and you'd have that free time to do just that instead of doing it there and, you know, watching us kind of, you know, bust our ass and, you know, keep working while you have your free time and, you know, yeah. fuck us. We'll keep doing what we're doing. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't bother me too much. I reckon 10 I minutes, if I was there for 10 minutes, I would make him shit his pants. I bet, man. I bet. I mean, he's a short dude too. I am. Um... Super Mario, man. <laughs> It's a me, Mario. Hello. Listen here, fuckhead. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I um we um so there's a guy I used to when I was in the state government road job I was on. There was a guy who used to on the durries or Dale cigarettes, we call them durries, and just sit in the roller, even though he didn't you didn't need to be in that piece of equipment. So I'll get down there and give us a hand. Why would I do that? I said, because we're fucking a team. Get down there and fucking give us a hand or I'll get up there and rip you out of that thing. Oh, no, you fucking won't. Yes, I fucking will. So I grabbed his leg. Yeah, right, I'm coming. I'm fucking get down there, you lazy. Okay, I'm going to say it. Get down there, you lazy cunt. Or I'll fucking get up there. Because, like, there's nothing worse, nothing worse than when it's flogging down rain, trying to make the sites environmentally safe so no dirty water runs off or whatever it is. You get some fuckwit barking orders. No, you're not me, boss. Get down here, you fucking scumbag. Like, apologies for all the profanity, but, like, it's just pisses me off, man. I can... Yeah. yeah. It, no, it's it's a, that's basically, no, that's basically what happened. You know, he, uh, you know, luckily, I got moved to another position, and I like this place now. Like, it's, you, know, you know those types of... You know those types of people, though. I was always told by one of my bosses, I first teased, like, man, just remember their names. Bide your time. And they said, the mightiest weapon is the pen. And there come a time where a little while later, I was acting in a team leader's role in a maintenance yard and this guy was transferred over. And it was my job to, to lead the guys in the field, essentially. We were doing some uh, curb and gutter repairs on the highway and um, they were asking for overtimers and he put his hand up and I said, not you. Well, why not? So you don't work. I want a team that's actually going to get the job done and we're going home, not you. And then for a time there, I would exclude him not on purpose but because i knew like he he wouldn't want and he had to keep it fair so eventually he got a start but i said you're fucking getting it and you get you're giving us a hand it's just we're not here to bludge mate we want to get the job done do whatever you want in your lunchtime whatever we're here to get it done over, over time is about job knock that's it you yeah, know what you respected me into this day you respected me for it yeah like that's it like i, I i've also been in, in a position of being a boss because i was a supervisor for ups and like i know like how some of these people run that shit and some of them just run it bad and i'm like i'm just telling like i'm not a being a the mightiest weapon of all person. sir i'm just holding the pen up that's the mightiest weapon of all that as they say yeah i was like i'm not being a bitchy person like i i don't want to be here as much as you do man like literally both of us want to be out of here as soon as possible so why not just pick it up bust our ass for a couple hours and get it done way faster instead of being lazy and dragging the day mm. you know don't be counterproductive don't be counterproductive don't be a dick yeah. yeah and that was one of those things it's just like why like why do you want to drag the day when we could literally you know finish everything that we need to finish within a couple hours and maybe the boss might come over here and be like can you spray shit for tomorrow well guess what now we're ahead of tomorrow which means we're gonna have even less tomorrow and now we can get ahead again for the next day. And then, you know, we spray less and less as the, our, well, you know, we, we make less and less as we do um, each day. So by Friday, we're not making as much as we did on Monday. Pro, and then you got a bit better weekend. Proactive as opposed to reactive. 
is the solution with that. You can strike a, something, yeah. a tackle, tackle it head on. And, and the uh, bosses don't care when we run out of shit. You know, they, they gladly pay us for just sitting down for some reason. I don't understand why, but... Hey, take you know, it away, you can get it. That's good, yeah. man. So, so the, the resolution out of that is bide your time. If someone pissed you... I'm glad that, you know, if someone pissed you off, you take them aside and go, hey, man, this isn't okay. If that continues on, then take it further. It's all about the person might not be realizing they're doing it. it sounded like this person was a dick, so you did the right thing. Oh, no, yeah. Apparently, when I when I told them, they were like, yeah, um, well... Uh, there's a new supervisor in my area and um he told me yeah when i brought this up to the higher ups they're they kind of just sighed and kind of looked at each other like if this has had like this has happened before and i'm yeah. like i know this has happened because you know i have family that works there too uh, my cousin worked in the same area and had the same issue and that's why he transferred to a different area too and um the co-worker the guy that trained me there uh great guy his name is oscar um same deal you know he worked there quite a bit but you know he was in his head he wanted to leave so much but couldn't because you know the they wouldn't let him and he well he just needed a job so he had just he just had to put up with it but you know at some point he just couldn't anymore he just straight up left you know found another job and he was like well you know like that job was good and all but like i i just couldn't i couldn't be there another day with them like i'm sorry uh, fair and, enough man that's that's an interesting story. And thanks for hopping on today. I'll wrap it up there real quick, but I'll have a quick little whinge. Um, you know, when you go grocery shopping and you come back and you forget that one thing, it's like, fuck. It's like, you know, I needed laundry powder or I needed toilet rolls or whatever. And you get back and you have to take a shit and there's no toilet paper there. Like, so that's I'm my so whinge. Glad. That's my whinge. Quick whinge for the week. Forgetting shit oh, around the supermarket. <laughs> I went on a big old tangent, man. My no, that's fault. fine. Tangents are good. That's what we're here for, man. So um, one more time. Can you give us a shout out for the potty, your podcast? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, my podcast is the Slowly But Surely podcast. You can find it on Spotify and Apple Music and every other streaming platform. Which uh, I will be posting Anchor. in the bio underneath. Yes, uh, Anchor FM is another place where you guys can find me at. I know those guys sort of sponsor me so i guess i'll shout them out too um but they're a cool uh podcasting platform it's also a nice publishing platform too that helps you publish your stuff into spotify and apple music by just uploading it to their platform and just linking your uh your profile over and they pretty much do all the magic for you the upload they put everything else your bio is already made and it's it's beautiful it's so helpful yeah um, shout outs to to those guys and i will put it in the link but as for today sir i thank you for this two hour two and a bit hour journey we've gone on recording back-to-back -back potties and um i'll be putting caesar's um uh episode up on my feed as bonus content oh yeah and uh, uh you can also, they can also follow me on uh on instagram right? yep. caesar underscore slowly underscore 2021 uh, and there you can find my twitter you can find my um my podcast as well and you can also see some of the music stuff that i do that i talked about on yep. my podcast and uh, uh that'll be going underneath as well but um yeah is there anything else you want to shout out man or uh no um i mean i want to give you a thanks for bringing me on and letting me just talk about my day and stuff you know and just good old stories and just, you know thank you for coming on mine too as well Appreciate your time, good sir. And uh, that's episode twelve of Life and Mitch. So that was a that was a long one, but it was well worth it. So thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. And yeah, um, yeah. well, um, if you guys want to get in the show, involved in the show, uh, facebook.com forward slash Life and Mitch podcast, or the email will be in the bottom. Thanks, guys. Peace.